Hi there, welcome back. You're listening to The DM with Audrey, Brienne, and Tyree. We really hope you enjoyed last week's episode, which you should definitely check out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And on this week's episode of The DM, we'll be reviewing Charlie's Angels. So Charlie's Angels debuted in the fall of 2019. I believe it debuted in November, so almost 2020. And this was a film that it went to theaters. It was right before the pandemic. So this like is one of the last movies that like got a proper press tour. The costume designer is Kim Barrett. I love her to disclaim because she has done some really awesome films. She did Jordan Peele's Us, The Amazing Spider-Man. She did all of the Matrix films and she did Boz Lerman's William Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet, the one that starred Claire Danes and Leonardo DiCaprio. (laughs) So I am mesmerized and in love with this woman's work. She's done a little bit of television. Jane the Virgin, she did an episode. So she's more known for her films. And this movie is set around the modern world. And it's mainly unnamed cities throughout Europe. They travel quite a bit. I actually was going to give you guys a little factoid that they filmed in six cities in three countries on two continents in 57 days. So that's wild to me. (laughs) The premises is Callisto is a new energy-saving device. It's meant to do good because it's supposed to be this global energy-saving thing to help the world and, like, pollution and stuff. But it's being released too early um, for behind-the-scenes profit. Like, the the CEO of the company, he's in with, like, thugs, basically. And, like, there's this whole underground thing that they're going to give Callisto to, like— criminals to use as like weapons because there's a glitch that can lead to deaths. And so it's actually a device that like, yes, it can do energy saving, but it's an accidental weapon of mass destruction is basically what it is. One of the girls that we'll talk about later, Elena, works at the lab company that like created Callisto. And so she knows that there's a glitch and all throughout the movie, she's trying to do her job and like be honest and say, hey, this device isn't ready to go yet. That's basically what she does the whole movie. Eventually everybody catches on. The rest of the angels also catch on that like this is a weapon. And so they're running around Europe following this like criminal like ring that's got all the Callistos. There's six of them in total and the criminals have all six. So that's the whole premise of the movie is these girls getting together. Charlie's angels initially comes in and Elena is not an angel. They're there to protect and save her and like utilize her since she's been part of the Callisto project. But basically by the end of it, she winds up like being brought on board as an angel because like she's smart, she's tech savvy. She's got like science behind her because she works in a lab. So like she's actually, she winds up being an asset to the the angels, which is kind of cool. And I will start with the first angel because she's my girl. It is Kristen Stewart, and she portrays Sabina Wilson. And she's alluded to, like, her character in this is gay throughout the film. Like, there's just, like, little, like, 
lines that she'll deliver that let us know that and like little things she'll do. Sabina was adopted into a very wealthy family, but she was really rebellious and sent away to like boarding schools and therapy as a child. So that's kind of like the running joke with her is that like she's kind of a problem child. Yeah. And she's also, she brings the comic relief to to the angels. She's, <laughs> Which is debatable. <laughs> I'll, let, I'll let Tyree get into that. Debatable. Um, yeah, so Sabina Williams is one of the angels Angels. She actually starts the movie off as like a character that is negotiating something with this guy. So I was just thinking like, oh, they should not have redone this movie. <laughs> but as the movie goes along, I'm like, okay, like it's cute, you know. Mm-hmm. But Sabina is the rebellious. She does have like these like one-liners that are supposed to be like knee slap funny and you kind of just like sitting there. Um <laughs> But yeah, her style is like super cute and like I love Kristen Stewart. So I think they did really well on her character. Yeah, she's kind of like an androgynous. Like she's supposed to, what Kim said in all these interviews is that Kristen's, her character is meant to be like a Barbie doll. Like they wanted her to be just sort of like this base that like they could put anything on her and she'd be able to figure out how to do combat or how to like maneuver around the scene because she's in jockey costumes. She's in this teeny, teeny, tiny little like glitter dress at the beginning. She wears like Like, leather pants. mm -hmm. Like she, they put her in a lot of different costumes. She's in like mini dresses, kicking ass. So they really did switch up her wardrobe the most. I mean, I think it's it's also Kristen Stewart. So like, I think they kind of played with that, that she's like a fashion girl. So she had a lot of wardrobe changes in this film. Yeah, she rode like a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Even in that scene where she was wearing horse riding gear, I was like, I know this girl is not about to <laughs> ride this horse and chase a car. But like, it worked for her. I think like her short hair and like Barbie doll, just like you said, she had a lot of different costume changes throughout the film that mm-hmm. made sense for her. Yeah. So the next character that we're going to talk about is Elizabeth Banks. And Elizabeth Banks plays Bosley. And Bosley is like a title name. It's not her actual name. So there are many Bosleys in Charlie's Angels. But Elizabeth Banks plays like the new is Bosley. Mm-hmm. So Bosley is usually played by a male in the past. Actors are Bill Murray, and she definitely transitioned the role because she is a female, and she took a holistic approach to the Angel's undercover office, which has, like, private chefs and organic foods. They have, like, a masseuse-type person. Mm -hmm. Is holistic the right word? Kind of, because he's always, like, making kombucha and stuff Uh, for them. And he was like, oh, your posture is, like, really bad. Yeah, and he's a licensed therapist. So, like, he was kind of saying this guy who's the private chef is also a therapist. He was like, he basically helps the girls, like, minds and bodies. Yeah, he has them, like, drinking juices, and they're in, like, this underground tunnel. And she heads the Townsend Agency, which is an agency for all the Bosleys. Mm -hmm. And her real name in the film is actually Elizabeth. (laughs) (laughs) Which wasn't, we didn't talk about this, but isn't she like one of the directors? Yeah, she directed this. Okay, perfect. Sorry, yeah, we didn't talk about, (laughs) I went, I'm just such a fan of Kim, the costume designer, that I was like, and this is the movie's (laughs) costume designer. Sorry about that. So Elizabeth Banks is, 
the director of the film. And mm-hmm. it, it's actually cool because Charlie, who we never see ever in any of the Charlie's Angels, is actually a female in this as well. So it's very female-driven, female-empowering, which I really loved. The next character that we're going to talk about is Naomi Scott, who Audrey mentioned earlier. She plays Elena Holland, and she is actually a rookie candidate tasked to work on the innovative Callisto project at her workplace. So basically, she is not really an angel. And this is part of the movie that's kind of confusing because you know Charlie's Angels to be three people. Mm -hmm. And they only have two. So like, she's a candidate. They're like saving her. Yeah. But then she becomes an angel because of like her wit and stuff. So her characterization, she's very like nerdy. She does transform throughout the film. She wears like this like bodycon dress. They dress up as her in like a lab coat and wear a wig and stuff. So she is just like becoming an angel before our eyes. Like she's a nerdy person, but she's transforming into an angel. Yeah, I like that her storyline had that, that like she went from needing to be saved, like the damsel in distress, to like saving herself. I thought that was a really cool like female empowerment for like young ladies watching this film. Yeah, so the last person we're going to talk about is Ella Belinska as Jane Cano, and she is actually my favorite character. Really? In this film, yes. Yeah, I don't Um, know why. I like her look. Mm -hmm. I feel like the action scenes or just like she carries herself very well. She has a very nice presence that I would be like, ooh, dang, like watch out for that girl. Or Mm -hmm. like even in her um, sequence, like green dress, it was kind of like, wow, like she demands attention. Yeah. But she's not as in your face as Sabina. Yeah. She wore a lot of like structured, almost even like suit-like stuff. Ella did in the film like she wore I know that there was some Armani that they put her in and Tom Brown like she just has very strong costuming like Kim was saying each of the girls like was meant to have like a different character so like Kristen Stewart she was like the Barbie doll Naomi Scott was meant to be, like, the girl next door. She's supposed to represent any, like, average girl in America who finds themselves in this this situation. And then Ella's character, she's very active. She's she's part of MI6, so she's already part of, like— a group that's like known for combat, so yeah. that's kind of, it's it's very reflected in her in her wardrobe. I think like she's definitely wearing like a bunch of trousers and just sort of like very strong looks. Throughout yeah, the she film. kind of reminds me of like a Kim Possible or mm-hmm. something. Like she'll wear like cargo pants or something, and it like has gadget. Like she is the action person of the angels, mm-hmm. and she's a newer angel because she did come from MI6, and MI6 I don't know is like a British intelligence agency. Mm -hmm. And she finds this love interest from Elena's lab is her coworker. And it's like this cute boy they end up saving later in the film. And I think they might have a second Charlie's Angels. Another cool thing is at the end of the movie, they showed some of the original angels. And I think with this, at first I was like, oh man, they shouldn't have redone this movie because there is an essence of mm-hmm. Charlie's Angels from like the TV show to like the like Drew Barrymore version. Yeah. But this is just like a new twist on Charlie's Angels. And I see how they continued the essence of Charlie's Angels. 
And the I was just gonna say, so the the boy, the love interest, because he's I. This is like younger generation knows this man, but it's playing. He's played by actor Noah Centineo, and he is a little cutie who stars. He stars in the Netflix movies. Those to all the boys I've loved before. How old is he? How old are you, Noah? <laughs> Noah is twenty four years young. Ooh, yeah, okay. he's cute though. But that's that's yeah, Ella's love cute. interest in the film. Yeah. So I think, do you have anything else sad? Go see Charlie's Angels. I really liked it. Audrey really <laughs> loves this movie. At first, I was like on the fence about it. And then after I saw it, I was like, wow, like it's fashion-y. It has like fashions that people could wear in everyday life. You can relate to different characters because there are a lot of women. There are a couple men characters that are really good. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think you should definitely go check it out. And that concludes the plots of Charlie's Angels. And we are going to get into our favorite part of things, the red carpet. We're going to start with Kristen Stewart. Kristen is styled by Tara Swinnon. And Tara styles Lauren Conrad and Lana Condor, just to name a couple. The first look with Kristen Stewart, she is wearing Germaniere to the L.A. premiere of Charlie's Angels. She is wearing an all-over rainbow-colored sequin dress. It's long sleeve. It comes up to the neck. It has cutouts. One cutout is, like, right below her bust. And then the other cutout is right above her waist. So it looks like a floating, like, belt. And the belt comes down. It looks like a karate belt or like something that's very structured. And the dress stops at her thigh. And it's all over sequins, like I said. And then her shoe, she's wearing a blue kind of suede pump. And it's solid. So it breaks up the outfit really nicely. And I love this. What do you think? Kristen does no wrong in my eyes. <laughs> so this is beautiful. But just subjectively, if I can even try to do that with her, I think this is it. I think that this is such a strong, pulled-together look. I love that they kept it simple with accessories. Like, yes, she's wearing some rings and a necklace, but, like, I love that the necklace— she's wearing this Chanel lock chain necklace that she wears all the time. It's very bulky. What I love is that they put it underneath the collar, and so all we see is a little bit of the chain. It almost even looks like it's part of the dress. So that was very thought out and, I think, executed well. And just if you look at this, the tailoring, I mean, these sleeves hit exactly where they should. This mini dress is hitting it like right where it should. Like someone really either it was already made very well or it's been tailored to her. But this is the fit on this is incredible. The shoes, I get it that they're they're neutral, like that they're solid this way. You can't really do a lot here. Like they didn't have a lot of choices and nude would have been such a lazy choice here. So I'm, I appreciate that they at least did this like bluish color and like kind of gave it some oomph. But yeah, yeah, I think this is radical. I love it. Also with the color of the shoes, the dress is all over sequin, but it does have like piping and the piping is like this bluish color. So I can mm-hmm. see how they like tied that in. And she has a smoky eye. Like Kristen Stewart does like an amazing smoky eye that I just like love. So I really love this. Look, I think it's really good. Yeah. Her shout out to her makeup artist. She is Jillian Dempsey. It's Patrick Dempsey's wife. Okay. <laughs> but she she's been doing Kristen's makeup for a long, long time, like 10 plus years. They this eye is like iconic. Like Kristen Stewart probably yeah. does one of the best like smoky eyes in the business. 
And I'm sure she knows how to do her own smoky eye because mm-hmm. she has done it so long. Yep. So the next look we're going to talk about is a Peter Petrov suit. She paired this suit with some zoot suit pumps. And this suit is yellow, like a neon yellow. It's very vibrant. And it's kind of menswear inspired. It has a yellow blazer that's kind of oversized. It's off the shoulder. And she's wearing a white bralette that's kind of poking out. And then she has matching pants. So it's kind of like a mustardy color matching pant to go along with this suit jacket. And I think that this is very, Kristen Stewart is very like, she's a female that's like aggressively androgynous. She's like very sexy, but she likes her masculine side. And I think that this mixes both of them. Like her eyes are like this yellow and orange, like smoky look. What do you think of this? I think that this is, again, very thought out in a well-planned manner. I think that everything down to her her necklace, because now you can see this is the necklace she tucked underneath the Kevin Germanier, is this is that Chanel locket that she has with the thick chains, and it's like multi-chain. She's wearing it here where it's like out, but it's because, I mean, this one, it looks so rad with like how she's got this shoulder down on the, on the suit. Yeah. She just looks like she's well-versed in like, what looks good on her body and how to pose properly yeah. in whatever it is she's wearing. Like, I could, do I know if she loves these outfits? I don't know, but I know that she knows <laughs> how to pose the hell out of them. Like, this is a dream as a stylist to see your client be able to wear this, like, down the shoulder, kind of slouchy, making sure that their back is sort of leaning. Like, she's been on a red carpet before. Like, I applaud just, like, her presence. Yeah, and, like, does this look blow me away? No. But does she know how to pose and work this look? Yes. Mm -hmm. Because it's, like, when I look at this, it's, like, it's just a suit, a yellow suit. But Kristen Stewart has a presence that's, like, rocker, I'm here, but I'm delicate. So it's just, like, she knows what she's doing. There's nothing crazy about this outfit. Yeah. So the last look that we're going to talk about is one of my favorite designers, Tom Brown. Mm -hmm. She wore Tom Brown to the Charlie's Angels London premiere. I'm not crazy about this dress, but it's a black and white, like, gingham that is floor length. It has, like, a sweetheart bust line, and it has a bodice that kind of looks like a corset. And then it flares out at her hips and then goes straight down. And then through the front side, it looks like there's black piping that kind of directs your eye to switch up the pattern to like a vertical stripe Mm -hmm. and mix of the gingham. She's wearing necklaces again. She has a smoky eye. She's Wearing like a Timex watch or something. Which is crazy. I'm looking at this watch and I'm like, girl, unless if it's, I have to assume it's product placement, like she's being paid for that because that watch is coming out of nowhere. It looks like she's wearing a like, what, like an eye watch? Like it's just so like, because it's black. It looks like Timex or like a G-Shock or something. It doesn't really match with, she's wearing yet again her Chanel locket. I mean, if you guys pay attention to her, she wears that locket everywhere. I'm like, is it locked around your neck? But I would have understood better if she had gone with a silver timepiece here. I agree with you. This dress, as much as it pains me because I love Case Stu, it's just... 
kind of there. I think that this probably looks better on a model down a runway is where this lives. I think it's very tough to pull off this silhouette. She's kind of slouching in it. Like, we just applauded all of her posing. She is posing here. I don't think she's posing the best for this dress, though. Like, it's too much of a slouch. And, like, I want to see someone be very regal in this. Like, I want to see Nicole Kidman in this because I know Nicole Mm. Kidman can, like, she in a column gown dress. That's like, it's like that woman was born out of the womb in a gown because, like, of how natural Nicole looks in dresses like this. So I kind of want to see someone like that, someone a little older, a little more polished. I think the gingham is funky, and I like that for her. Like, the gingham is definitely a case mm. stew thing, but I just, I think that this shape and silhouette was maybe a bit of a miss for her. I think I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> I don't like this, and I really don't like it because I don't know if it's the length or, like, her shoulders or that it's Tom Brown and it reads kind of as Chanel. Mm-hmm. And she used to be a Chanel ambassador. So it's kind of like, is she wearing Chanel or is she wearing Tom Brown? And the length, I don't really know how tall she is, but this does not break up her body. It just looks like she's posing from her shoulders and then like there's nothing. So I feel like they could have taken a little bit off the bottom of the dress so you could like see her shoes or her ankles Mm -hmm. or they could have done a pants maybe. Mm -hmm. But there's something about this that I really don't care for. She kind of looks uncomfortable and I could see like someone else in it that's like more statuesque. Totally. I could see Hunter Schaefer in this outfit with some like black latex boots or something. Yeah, like platform boots. It just needs to be elevated a little bit more. Mm -hmm. She's just giving me this dress on Kristen Stewart. Like, it's not giving me And the eye, they've done an exaggerated cat eye here, but like this eye, like she wore it with the mustard suit, I wish they would have put color in the eyeliner here. Mm. This is a moment for a colored eye. Like, a really great pop of color, like maybe even a neon here. It's just this wants to be funky, and it's it's a little— It falls flat. Yeah, it's fallen short. It's meant to be funky. I get that. But, yeah, it falls short in the and execution. It's just the outfit falls short. I mean, we love Kristen Stewart. We love her style. It's just like love. this isn't <laughs> like, oh, my God, wow. No, this it's- isn't the case, too, that we were just bragging about. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so moving <laughs> along, we're going to talk about Elizabeth Banks. And Elizabeth Banks is styled by Wendy and Nicole Ferreira. And their clients include, I don't even know if I should mention this guy's name. So I'll move on (laughs) to Nicholas Holt and Seth Rogen. (laughs) I am dead. I'm not even going to say his name either, but he is a controversial, problematic actor. And we sure did skip his name. I mean, I love him as an actor, but there's some things going on that I don't think that he is. Yeah, we shouldn't give him promo. Yeah. So, moving right into book one (laughs) with Miss Banks. This is Miss Banks and, I love that I keep calling her Miss Banks, David Coma, and she's attending the Charlie's Angels LA premiere. So, she is wearing a dress that has a, it's basically a bikini top, if I'm being honest. It's like a black bikini top. Then, underneath her bust, there are two triangle cutouts. And then the rest of the dress, which, like, starts at the middle of the bikini and goes all the way down, it's fairly tight and, like, column 
structured and it's all over silver sequin and it ends right at her ankle. She's wearing strappy open toe black shoes and her hair is slicked back. She's got a short bob going on, but she slicked her hair back kind of in that wet do. And then it looks like for her earring, she's done the like one long earring on one side and then one short on the other side. And then she's got a couple rings on. Like I can see that she's got like a double ring on one hand that's on her hip and I can't see the other one, but like they've done rings as her other accessories and bare negligee, like no necklaces or anything going on. What do you think of this look, Tyree? I actually love the concept of this dress. Mm -hmm. Um, Just like where the cutouts are, it makes her body look amazing. It definitely shows that she like works out. You can see like those indents there. Yeah. The shoes are great. I love how delicate the shoes are. Mm -hmm. Other than that, I just, I think it's, I mean, it's a nice dress. I think that she looks great. I think that they did the one drop earring. That's cool. Mm -hmm. But it's a black and silver dress. I don't know. Like, it is the premiere of your movie. I wouldn't say do like a ball gown or something, but maybe add a little bit of color or something. It's (laughs) missing something. Maybe jewelry, like a wrist or something. What do you think? I understand what you're saying because it it falls a little again, flat because of coloring, perhaps. There's nothing wrong with the dress itself. Elizabeth looks amazing. If I could look her like (laughs) how she does at her age, I would be extremely pleased with myself. What I do like, unfortunately, we don't have the the runway photo. Maybe we'll put it up on Instagram. But I like that what they've done for her wearing this. On the runway, they showed this dress. The silver part was all completely sheer. And Mm. the model had on like a high-waist black panty underneath. It didn't look so hot. I actually remember being like, oh, I don't really like that. And then I saw it on Elizabeth, and they chose to line the skirt. Yeah. And I was like, this elevates this so much. Like, So I do like that they chose to line the skirt. But there is, there's something about this that feels a little bit like she could have worn this. I feel like this belongs in like a GQ Awards or like some sort of male, like the critic's choice yeah. or like the men's cho- Like it, it, it's a little bit more like kind of... For me, nail gazy. Yeah. And I love her nails. I love the silver nails. But for me, I feel like this is very Miami going to the beach. Yeah. Like it's like a swimsuit with like a swimsuit cover up. It is very Florida. Yeah. Very, very Florida. And we're in LA and she doesn't necessarily look like that. But it's not bad. Dave yeah, I don't hate it. Bad. I love it. Yeah. Look, I mean, I don't love it. I don't hate it. But yeah. It's, It is what it is. (laughs) Look, too. She is in Versace for the Charlie's Angels London premiere. This little number is very cute. She has got, it's a dress that has a cutout at the the middle that's cinched in by like a gold brooch of some kind. Um, Very simple. The top sleeves are, they're oversized, exaggerated, and kind of like slouchy. And this is a full collar, like her full neck is pretty much covered up. Again, she's got that cutout at the bottom. And then the skirt is just, it's plain, it's black, it is right at her shin, like the middle of her shins. She's wearing a couple of rings. It looks like gold and black are the colors that they've chosen for the jewelry here. And she has on a pair of like thick, small hoop earrings that are, it looks like just black enamel. And again, her hair is slicked, but it's not back this time. It's slicked with a side part and like tucked behind her ears. And then she is wearing another pair of like little delicate strappy black sandals, open-toed that have, it looks like it's got I hope that that's a clear 
It's either clear or, or silver or something. If it's silver, it kills me because she's got gold and black <laughs> Maybe accessories. Maybe it's clear. It's clear. Let's say it's clear. Or it could be like diamonds or something. That's true. That's true. But it, it, something's going on with her heel. And that is about it. I I think that this is fine. I actually, I did know it was Versace. Looking at this, this is classic Versace to me. Yeah. Like I, when I saw that it was Versace, I was like, yeah, I thought so. Just the silhouette of it, the execution and everything. I don't really like this. I know Elizabeth can do better. I want to see stronger from her. I want to see more playful. I want to see a color because this is just all black. This just feels a little safe. What do you think? I like the idea of it, and I see the shape of Versace. It's kind of like a T-shirt dress that's, yeah. like, connected to the skirt. She looks, looking at this photo and the last photo, she doesn't carry herself as a movie star. Mm. And what I mean by that is when she's on the step and repeat, she does, like, the arm on her hip. Pose. Yeah. It's kind of like, okay, I'm here. What do I do? You yeah. know? And then also, like, these black looks. It's probably like she probably wants something very safe and sophisticated. Where if you're looking at her, it just looks like some girl attending the event. Yeah. It, it doesn't look like she's in the movie. It doesn't look like she produced it or directed it. So with this, I feel like if she would have done, like, a purple color Mm -hmm. or, like, a red color or, like, a yellow color, it would have definitely looked better. And also, I would say, like, the confidence. Like, if she would have just, like, rocked out her pose or, like, rocked out, like, this is my movie, I wouldn't second-guess her feeling uncomfortable in this dress. But it's a nice look. Again, I wouldn't wear it to a premiere. I would wear this to, like, somewhere in Malibu. I would Mm. probably put, like, shoes with this and wear it to, like, Target or something. Like, tennis shoes, (laughs) you know? Like, I feel like it's very, like, simple. It's it's very basic. She looks nice, but it's not blowing me away. And I feel bad. (laughs) Because I'm talking bad about Elizabeth Banks. And I don't mean to talk bad. I'm just... (laughs) Stating my opinion on what these looks are giving me. I'm going to move on because you said <laughs> I feel bad. I do. <laughs> um, look three. I love this look. It is Isabel Morant, and she's wearing this to the London Charlie's Angels photo call. So she's got Naomi, Ella, and Kristen in the photo with her, and they're all very cute and matchy. But we are going to focus on Elizabeth. Elizabeth is wearing a multicolor print twist dress because like in the it's cinched in the middle and like twists out like in the skirt part and it also like it's like a wrap dress with a cinch at the Mm -hmm. at the waist the sleeves on the upper like up on her shoulders to her elbows are a little poofy and then it's like much more form-fitting on her forearms and then she's got the coolest little pair of shoes on like she decided to get funky with it she's got little black booties on that have like little cowboy type straps on them that are silver and it looks like studded that go along with the like silver coloring in her dress and as far as accessories I don't see any other than some studs in her ears and then she's got her hair I love her hair like this it's finally not slicked back it is wavy parted down the middle and just looks really like beachy and fun I think she looks great for where she's at I get that she's in London I get it that this is a photo call I Wish that I could. I couldn't find photos of just her in this outfit. Everything had the rest of the girls. But I just, I think it's a really fun look. I actually think this could have been a premiere look, perhaps. Because it's kind of, it's kind of dressy. 
Yeah, I this is probably one of my most favorite looks just because of the color. But in this photo, my eyes go straight to the other three girls. Oh, <laughs> like, okay. I mean, just because just how they carried themselves, it's like they they're styled out. But I do love the idea of this dress. I love her little booties. I think that she holds her own in that group of girls. Mm-hmm. But like, my eyes do go directly to them and. Yeah, I think it's cute. I don't hate it. I just, I mean, I'm not blown away by Elizabeth Banks' style. I guess <laughs> I could say that. But, I mean, she looks great. Her yeah. body looks great. It looks like she can wear a lot of different things that fit her body. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wish that she was just, like, more comfortable and looser. It would sell me a little bit more. Yeah, I get it. Her posing needs maybe some more. But I, I do like how she dresses. I think Wendy and Nicole do a good job. Do I think they do a great job? I don't know. But I think they... I feel like I understand that this duo, well, trio of people, they get one another. Like, there's something about it that, like, I can tell Elizabeth is wearing stuff she's comfortable in. Yeah, I think it definitely fits her style or fits, like, how she feels. And it's tailored perfectly. I don't think that she is comfortable maybe being in front of a bunch of people photographing her. Mm. So the next person that we're going to talk about is Naomi Scott, and she is styled by Zadrian Smith. And Zadrian is the editor-in-chief of Petter Inventory. So the first look Naomi is wearing is Givenchy Haute Couture to the L.A. premiere of Charlie's Angels. And this is a lace dress that's kind of high-low. It is a little bodycon in the front and it drapes in the back with like a black cape. It has a mock neck with lace on it. It has no sleeves and it stops at her thigh. And it's just like a dress that's, it looks like it's like nude underneath with a lace overlay and a lace capelet. And she's wearing black chunky boots and very simple jewelry with like a drop diamond earring. She has a fresh face. What are your thoughts on this? I don't like this because it reminds me of Winona Ryder's character in Mm -hmm. Beetlejuice. Lydia is her name. (laughs) It's very goth. Like, this is just very, it's too goth for me. I believe Naomi, and Naomi is wearing the dress. I'm happy that it's not wearing her. But I, I think it's too goth. I think it looks, it doesn't look like Givenchy to me. It certainly doesn't look like haute couture. Like, to me, this looks, and this isn't a diss, but it just, it looks like, ready-to-wear Alexander Wang is what Ooh. I would say this dress is. If some if someone was to ask me who I thought the designer was, yeah. Givenchy would have never popped up in my head. So yeah, I'm a little confused by the designer, but I get why they chose this. They're definitely trying to push the envelope. She's up and coming. Like, she played Jasmine in the Aladdin. Ooh, like I love Disney. Aladdin. Yeah, like, she played Princess Jasmine, so there's, like, a lot of hype behind her. I also think she was the pink Power Ranger in the, like, Power Rangers movie. Like, there's just hype behind Naomi. Yeah. So I get that it's like they needed a strong brand. They needed something kind of show-stopping. So I do understand the logistics of the behind the scenes. I just simply am not. This isn't a dress that, you know, I'm a fan of. Yeah, I totally understand that. I don't hate this dress. I don't think that it looks like Givenchy either. Um, Who do you think it looks like? I mean... I don't know. It's like a lace dress. Like it could be, it could be like. I would have even said like Anna Sui or something. 
I also think it kind of has vibes of like, like if you told me this was Monique Lulier, I'd uh, be yeah, like, Monique, oh. like Monique Lulier. Yeah, I, yeah, it gives me like a wedding type dress designer. Yes. I would say, or like a cocktail dress designer. Yeah, like a Vera Wang or something. Yeah, like I would be like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so I can just name a designer, but it gives me that vibe. Yeah, I don't hate this. I don't really like the cape thing. I. It's just a black lace dress. I think her boots are, like, the most, um, like, my eye goes to her boots. So, like, that's the most fascinating thing about this look. I don't hate it. I don't love it. But she looks amazing. And after you said, like, the Jasmine thing, they are definitely pumping this girl with good brands. Exactly. You're not going to see her wearing (laughs) any sort of H&M or Zara. Like, she's going to be in name, brand, everything. Yeah. So the second look, Naomi is wearing Richard Quinn to the London premiere of Charlie's Angels. I actually love this look. This look is a um, latex turtleneck with gloves number. It might actually be a bodysuit because Mm -hmm. she is wearing latex leggings that flow right into like a patent leather pump. And over the latex, she is wearing this like blue and black dress with like blue roses or blue flowers all over it. And it might have like sequins to pop out the shadows of the blackness. Mm -hmm. But I love this. She's wearing drop earrings with like black and diamonds and a nude lip. Her hair is pulled back. It looks very dominatrix. Totally. This is like the Matrix. Like, (laughs) she looks like fashion Matrix to me. And I mean that in the best way possible. Like, for what this dress is, they have chosen something that she's able to bring life to this. On the wrong person, not only would this look ridiculous, it would look like a costume. She's making this look like clothing to me. Like, I I don't look at this. I'm like, oh, what superhero do I think you look like? I'm actually like, no, this is fashion. This is runway. Like, Love it. Who made it? I'm not really familiar with Richard Quinn, but fair enough that that's what this is. Yeah. I just think this is super interesting. I think this is how if you are this buzzy, young, like, starlet starring in a film that's got other, you know, well-known actresses in it, I think this is how you pull your own weight on a red carpet. Yeah. I mean, I don't hate it. I don't know if this is specifically for her. I feel like it's definitely styled out to make it look good on her. And she's carrying herself very well. You know what I would love Hmm. with this is one of those Beyonce hats. Like the full brim hat. Yeah. That would complete this look. That would be super fire because people would be like, who is that girl? Like, you know, it's just like super fashion-y. Where this is like, it's cute. It's giving me looks. Like, I would definitely be like, dang, who is that? But I would have gone all out. Yeah. No, there's <laughs> definitely room for it to be even more because this is, it's a top tier look. And so, like Tyree said, you can add an over-exaggerated accessory here. And I do believe Naomi's pulling it off enough that, yes, even with a hat, I would still believe her in this dress. Yeah. It's hard to pull off. I'm I think it would surprised. be fun. I think a full body latex outfit, you could do any. I mean, like, once you go that far, it's like, okay, what else can I throw on? And so far out of the girls, because we did Kristen Stewart at the London premiere. We did Elizabeth Banks at the London premiere. So far, Naomi's killing it. And I was actually about to say that, but I didn't (laughs) want, I was like, I'm not going to go there. No, but, she she's doing really great things in this. We we did the London premiere for each of the girls, but for me, Naomi is so far the best. 
Yeah, so the last look with Naomi Scott, she is wearing Jason Wu to the Business of Fashion Global Voices Awards in 2019. This outfit is a two-piece number that has a top that's like kind of like a bra top with black straps. And then the bust or the bustier part is white, but it has like ruffles or like a 3D type thing. And then the skirt is satin at the top part and then it drops down to like feathers all the way to her ankles she's wearing like stockings and like a peep toe pump her hair is up she has like messy like flyaways in her face and yeah what do you think of this I think this looks like something that Sharon Stone wore in, like, 1987. Like, Are you bored with the look? Totally, because I actually just yawned. <laughs> you did. Yeah. No, I just, there's nothing here that's really selling me. I This looks dated, like I said. And it's no diss to Sharon Stone. I think in 1987, this would have been fly as hell. But, I mean, her wearing pantyhose with an open-toe shoe, I'm like, ooh, that's a choice. This skirt has got all this, like, feathers feathers on it. It's busy and it's fussy and it's not offensive. I just, I don't really think it's this age. I'm I'm getting 80s from this, like, hardcore 80s. I would pass on this if it was at a fitting of mine. I would, too. It actually reminds me of a brand that we used to rep. Um, (laughs) I can't think of the name right now. But, yes, it's definitely a hard pass. I don't really have anything to say about this because after her last two looks, it's, like, kind of, like, womp womp. Yeah. But overall, I think she has a very strong Rolodex. I think that they are making a really good portfolio, like a fashion portfolio for her. She is going to be someone that we still see. I don't know what her next, like, work is, but there's enough hype behind this girl that, like, she's got a couple more movies in her, I think, that we'll see her doing press for in the future. Yeah. And then the last girl that we will talk about, the last angel, is Tyree's favorite, Ella Belinska. And she is styled by one of our favorite stylists, Jason Bolden. Shout out to Jason. We always shout him out. His other clients include Taraji P. Henson, Yara Shahidi, and Alicia Keys. And that's just a few of his clients. He's got so, so many. Look one is she's wearing Prada at the Charlie's Angels London premiere. This is very, very simple. I believe she's a Prada ambassador just because when I was going through her photos, there was so much Prada that I was like, I feel like she's not necessarily, to my knowledge, hasn't starred in a campaign, but I I think she's one of the brand ambassadors, especially for this press tour. So this is a mock turtleneck, full-length, long-sleeve gown that just has a very, very high, plungy slit down one side. Think of Angelina Jolie in her Mm -hmm. infamous Oscars dress, and that's what this is doing. And all she has on is one little ring. I don't even think she has any earrings on, and they've pulled her hair back, and she is wearing black closed-toed pumps. She's statuesque. This girl is like 5'10". And so I think that they have let her height and her presence be the focus here, which I think is brilliant. I think this is so... I know that it's just a a mock turtleneck gown, but it's tight-fitting. It's got that slit. You have to have a really great body to fit this. And like for this to be pulled off, she's got that leg out and she doesn't look ridiculous. Like I'm looking at her and I'm like, all right, leg. Like, she's just really selling this for me. What do you think? So, (laughs) this girl is that girl. Because (laughs) she is literally wearing a black dress. Like, simple black 
nothing else, no jewelry, no nothing. Yep. Not even makeup. Like she has a little bit of eye makeup on, but she is that girl. Like she is wearing this dress. Like her mm-hmm. leg is out there. If she walked up in there, like you would be like, ooh, dang, who is this? You know? Yeah. And I think they let her presence carry herself versus overstyling. And I actually really appreciate that because it does help transform her look to make you see that she can wear other stuff. Because out of the cast, she's the newbie. She was, okay. she's very new at acting. She's a little buzzy, but not quite like Naomi because Naomi has some projects behind her. So she's like the, the new baby out of all of them. And she also is in good hands with Jason Bolden because... Such good hands. I mean, like, she's tall. She seems very simple, but has an elegance. And I think... You can see that just with this simple black dress. Yep. And the next look that she is in is look two. She's wearing Claudia Lee at at the London photo call for Charlie's Angels. This is a really cute little like denim number. It's powder blue and she has on a pretty form-fitting tank. Then she's got on a like a zip-up jacket that cinches at the wrist. Like it's it's like puff sleeved and then gets like tighter around the wrist. She's got one off the shoulder. She's doing a case do and has like one shoulder that's down and one is up. She's got on a little collection of silver rings. And then it looks like this is a pair of culottes that she is wearing. Mm. Really pretty. And this looks like she's wearing a pair of culottes, powder blue as well. Everything is the same color, monochromatic. And then she decided to pair this with a pair of very, very chunky platform lace-up black leather boots. And her hair is down and to the side and just kind of doing its own thing. And very fresh face. She looks like a Neutrogena spokesperson here to me. (laughs) What do you think? I love this look. I love that it's a photo call. So it's very, like, relaxing, very comfortable. She looks like, hey, I'm here. I'm in the movie. She looks really cool and relatable. Like, I like this look. It seems like she's very, like, soft. Like, not Mm -hmm. over dramatic with her wardrobe. But she looks very comfortable. And I like the shade. I like what she's doing. I love this look. I agree. I think that this is such a nice streetwear moment. This is streetwear done right. Yeah. Because streetwear, like, at this photo call, Casey decided to show up in, in her tomboyish way in, like, vans and jeans and, like, a baseball hat. And yeah. so... Yes, that's streetwear, but that's like the case do odd way of doing it. This is a very elegant way to do streetwear, to do something that like, you're going to find this outfit at Nordstrom. It's going to be at Saks. It's going to be in those type of stores eventually. But this is a really, really nice way that she is presenting it. And it doesn't look, even if this maybe is how it was presented in a lookbook or on the runway, she's still selling me on this. I don't feel like, oh, they didn't change anything or, oh, she's wearing monochromatic. Like, monochromatic looks lovely on her. Doesn't hurt that this girl is so gorgeous. So, I mean, (laughs) you could put a potato sack on her. But, you know, this... There are things about this, especially the color, that's tricky. And I I think that she's excelling here. And I think, like, if she left this photo call and threw on, like, a Chanel bag or, like, a YSL bag, it would be like, okay, cool girl walking down the street. Boom. (laughs) 
<laughs> and then look three is another Prada at the Business of Fashion Global Voices Awards 2019. And this is very straightforward Prada. She is in a long overcoat, like a suit overcoat. Underneath, she has a black waistcoat. She has a black bow tie, a white tuxedo shirt, and then a black trouser. And some sort of, I can't tell if it's a booty or a stiletto, but she's got black shoes on that look like they are platform because they're elevating her up there pretty high. And she's got a little black clutch and she has no accessories on. Again, very minimal makeup. And she has decided to top this off with a very tight, high top knot. What do you think? This is probably one of my least favorite looks. I do think it's cool that they played on menswear and the classic style of a tuxedo, but I don't think it does anything for her. I feel like it's very minimal and like simple that she carries the look well because mm-hmm. of what she does look like, but it's not giving me, it's not like, ooh, wow. Like she, she kind of looks like she would be like a server or a butler or something versus like the other looks. No. It's like, wow, you know? A server or a butler. Kind Miss of, Ella. right? I get it. It's a little <laughs> drab. It's not as... The Prada that she wore to the London premiere, even though, yes, it's all black, there's just so much more going. They're giving us more. They're yeah. giving us leg. They're giving us fashion. They're giving us statuesque. This one, she still looks statuesque, but, like, I think it's just too much fabric on her. Maybe if she took that coat off. You know? Like, if she just, just had like the waistcoat. The, yeah. I would be, like, super cute. It's probably super cute and, like, fitted. Yeah. But, yeah, I think that this coat, it's too much. I think they're trying to be very literal with, like, I think they put her in the full look. Right. This is maybe an example of when a full look, maybe don't wear the coat. Because, like, you're Maybe still they're in outside. All. True. I wish we had a photo of her without <laughs> this coat on because yeah. it's very it's very bulky. She's, you know, slim enough that you can't tell it's bulky, but like it's given me penguin from Batman Returns or something. Like and that's that's not a compliment. This one actually looks a little costumey to me the way that you were saying the waiter and everything. Yeah. It it reads a little costumey, but as a whole, I think Ella is on a really great trajectory with yeah. her fashion. I think I mean, like we said, she's in such good hands with Jason. Yeah. He's going to make sure that this little butterfly flies. For sure. And she's a great actor. And that is it for the red carpet and this episode of the DM where we reviewed the film Charlie's Angels. We hope you guys had a lovely time with us. We always love chatting with you and we will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of the DM with Audrey Brienne and Tyree, where we reviewed Charlie's Angels. You'll find links to Charlie's Angels homepage and streaming services in the description box below. A special thank you to Nearby Sound for our theme song. If you enjoyed the show, please introduce your friends to our work, rate, review, subscribe, and keep sharing. Follow us on the DM.net or on Instagram at, at Audrey Brienne and at Tyree's Style. The DM is produced by Joe Passarelli, Audrey Brienne, and Tyree.